Hey guys, I'm back with another episode of the Chicken Nuggets podcast at denverstiffs.com. Pretty cool being on Denver Stiffs, guys. You guys, if you don't get to know each and every one of our writers, like each of them is so cool in their own way. They have lots of good takes. Definitely come to one of our watch parties. We have so much fun. We actually have one coming up on February 28th. So come out. We give out so much free stuff, you guys. I'm talking jerseys, signed. We gave a basketball signed by the entire team away. Like, that's crazy. Especially when you realize that this team is going to win a championship. Come on. You want that basketball. So come out. If you come out to the watch party, there's tons of other prizes too, like concert tickets and um, free drinks and all kinds of stuff. So definitely come out. They gave out like a little iced coffee mug last week, last one. So I got one of those too. It was pretty awesome. So in today's episode, we're actually going to get into a topic that I had interviewed the guys before All-Star break about kind of the culture of the Nuggets team. I wanted to know like how they would define themselves, I guess. I'm not sure that they all really understood the question. So we got a couple good answers, not every single answer. Like I didn't use all of the ones that I had asked, but I I felt like they all feel like Nuggets culture, and I think all fans can agree, is all about the hard work, right? You have Michael Malone, who is a defensive-minded coach. So hard work, you know, hustle. He loves Tory Craig's, Mason Plumley's, things like that, because those guys hustle all the time. So there's definitely hustle. There's also this part of Nuggets culture that feels really young because of, like, the team and just how their age, I guess. So I feel like it has, like, a younger vibe to it. It's also kind of like a new team. It hasn't had any championships. It's not, you know, the history where the Lakers and the Celtics have way more history than the Nuggets have. Um, not that the Nuggets don't have great guys in their past. You know, you have Alex English. You have plenty of good players, but with championships and stuff like that, it makes it kind of feel like the team is really young, I guess. So you have hardworking, hustlers, young and then you also have kind of this vibe of like the underdogs, you know, they always seem to fight out with really good teams, but maybe lose to some bad teams here and there. So kind of an underdog or like no one's betting on them to win, right? I think there's been a few stories that have come out recently too that you guys may have heard of just thing or sometimes they're just tweets, right, too, but a couple sayings that the Nuggets have been using often lately that make me feel like it's a big part of this culture now is the when somebody goes down, somebody steps up quote. Uh, that comes from Mike Malone more than anything, but he keeps saying it in their post-game videos. If you watch when they get the really big wins, the win that they got in Milwaukee, the win they got with the seven in Utah, um, he, in those post-game videos that the Nuggets have posted, you can hear him saying, you know, and complimenting players for this concept of when somebody goes down, somebody steps up. Uh, this idea that, you know, you have each other's back and that it doesn't necessarily matter if you're not shooting well, you know, I'm going to step up and shoot well. I think a couple guys that really exhibit this all the time, Monte Morris, he's constantly, you know, making up for 
if he's not shooting well, well, he's going to protect the basketball, make good passes, not turn the ball over. If he is shooting well, then he knows when to take his shot or when to dish the shot. Same with, obviously, Nicola and Monte, I believe, have very similar methods of style of play on the court. But And then I think you have, like, Plumlee, Torrey. These are guys that Malone loves when they step up when other people can't play. A lot of the bench unit, um, rebounding, you know, Jeremy Grant got, like, nine rebounds or something crazy or had 19 in two games or something like that and Malone mentioned it in one of his post-game videos just how many blocks he had been getting so hustle workers right I definitely think that goes along with that hustle piece for the Nuggets and then the other one that you have heard which was kind of a cool story Katie Wingy I was who I saw tweeted at first just about um, Jamal Murray saying we only have us to the players the seven players who were healthy and able to play in Utah in that game that happened right after the trade deadline. And of course you ended up sending the Nuggets sent Wancho, Vando and Malik to Minnesota. And they had several guys on their injured list, including like Will Barton and Paul Millsap. So they only had seven guys that could play. Right. So those seven guys were saying this phrase to each other. That was, we only have us. And he's, I think Jamal said it to Katie or Katie overheard it being said to the bench as well. But this mentality of like, that's really all that this, these guys have. And when you think about it, they don't have a national narrative backing them up. They don't have any proof backing them up necessarily that they have a player who can take them, you know, into arenas like Utah and with seven guys and win. I don't think they have that kind of respect from national media or even fan other fan bases. I don't think most fan bases respect the Nuggets or are even scared if their team has to face the Nuggets. So this concept of we only have us, yes, in that Utah game, that's where it came from, but it's true as well on a national level. And I think it's something we need to adopt as Nuggets culture. You know, Nuggets fans, we only have each other. Nobody knows what it's like to be a Nuggets fan like Nuggets fans, right? <laughs> I guess Knicks fans maybe would say, well, they have it worse, right? But Nuggets fans and every fan base would say they have it worse. But you know what I mean? Like, only we know what it's like to really know Nug life. Like, you will have had to have suffered several devastating losses to Utah. We know what that felt like, but now we live with the Nikola Jokic era Nikola Jokic will take this team farther than that. Let's hope. We got to believe it, though. This is me trying to believe it. Can you tell? That's kind of some of the the things that I feel like Nuggets culture comes down to. Um, I think being a Nuggets fan, there's this part of culture that's, like, scared because or we assume that, like, Nuggets fans assume that they are never going to win, that they're in the tough game you know they don't hit the tough shot I don't think there's much faith in the Nuggets and I, f I feel like that's something that's got to change for sure um but in they're inherently you know Nug life sufferers so that's that's one thing that Nuggets fans Nuggets culture has for sure I'm gonna play um the clips you're gonna hear Gary Harris and Jamal and then I think there's a clip of Paul at the end too. talk about just what the Nuggets culture is for them how would you describe the culture of this team? Um, just persistent. Um, 
I think we do a great job of, you know, even teams going to runs in our own place and things aren't going well. I down 23 points, whatever it was. Um, I think we're just very composed. We know what we need to do to get the, to get the lead <coughs> in the game. Um, we've done it over and over. So just for us, it's just trying to start early. You know, we can we can come back from anything. We can be any team, but our, our our next step is to do that from the beginning. You know, in the first quarter, the second quarter, not try to always stay behind, have these epic comebacks. You know, to, to blow the team up from the beginning. You know, so. I mean, I feel like the culture is what you guys see. I mean, you guys are in the locker room. Everybody has fun around each other. So fun, easy going locker room. A lot of hardworking guys, and you know, we like playing with each other. It's the next man up. I mean, we got a deep, talented team. That's our advantage, and um, you know, injuries. You hate injuries, but unfortunately, they're part of the game. And uh, you know, we don't let use that as an excuse. You know, it's a nice guy up, and we got a lot of guys who can play. How has that kind of mentality helped you in kind of your shooting slump that you've been going through this last month? Um, no, I mean, I'm not really worried about it. I mean, we're winning games. Uh, shots are going to fall. It's a mission made lead. I mean, I'm not going to think too much about it. You know, uh, keep shooting it. And once they start going down, you know, just get rolling. Do you think that's part of the culture is that, like, it's not about individual stats, but it's about more about the team and what the yeah, team's success? At the end of the day, it's about winning. Um, you know, um, that's, that's what we're going to do. Uh, you know, we you know, if we play together, those guys are winning. Does Denver have a culture? I think we are. I think we're, we're building it. You know, those things don't happen overnight. You know, it's something that you got to build and something you got to be consistent with. And I think over the years, you know, we've built something special here. And, um, I think it's becoming, you know, um, an attractable, an attractive place um, for, for anybody to come and, and be a part of. So you hear Jamal talk about the persistence, that persistence is the word he would use to describe this team. They are persistent, which I think is a great word for them. You hear about Gary kind of saying next man up mentality, that everybody's got each other's backs. They like to play together. It's not just an act. They actually enjoy each other's company. They like each other on the court. So that's Nuggets culture for you guys. I think it needs to start developing. Like we we need to make Nuggets culture a thing. Uh, in this next part, we're actually going to talk about Nikola Jokic. It's Nikola Jokic Appreciation Day because it's his birthday. You guys, Nikola is born the day after Michael Jordan. Coincidence? No. I think not. Absolutely not. So I came up with a list of things that Nuggets fans appreciate about Nikola Jokic. Nikola, we appreciate the passes, man. The art, the style that you add to the game. It is amazing. It makes every game better. And I really think like, and believe people who, who don't like Nikola's game must not like good basketball. Like it is such good basketball to watch, watching him work a play, wait for the rotations. He makes the right play every time. And it's usually with like a no look pass or I mean, just crazy passes that he, he makes. We appreciate the passes. That's for sure. Year 24. He had his Kobe year. It went pretty well. If you look back at it, I mean, he was first-time All-Star. I guess technically he would have been born – he would not have turned 24 until after the All-Star game last year too. So this year, second-time All-Star, but still All-Star. He played 65 minutes in that Portland four-overtime game. I mean, you got to – that was an accomplishment. Tried to prove to everyone in the world that he's actually an in-shape basketball player, and nobody – noticed they still think he's fat even though he played 65 minutes and 
was far less gas than other players on the court. But whatever, I've let it go, clearly. Another thing you could appreciate about Nikola Jokic is he's a loyal countryman. You know, he played for the Serbian national team this summer. He loves Serbia, appreciates his country, played even though he was tired after his first trip to the playoffs. That's another thing we can appreciate about him. He carried the team to the playoffs last year and through the playoffs. If Nicola wasn't on the floor, he it didn't look good. He carried that team during the playoffs. I mean, the pick and roll carried the team. Another thing we can appreciate from Nicola is the clutch game-winning shots. Nicola, you make the end of the game so nerve-wracking. I'm literally stressed out every single game. And it's funny because we sit, you know, on media row and we're always me and Kendra and Ryan Blackburn in a row and Kendra's always like, you're too stressed out over what's happening. But it's true I, because I know that if Nikola Jokic is on the floor, you could be getting a clutch bucket. We got to appreciate the clutch buckets. Thanks, Nikola, for those. On your 25th birthday, we also have to appreciate your sense of humor, right? Like, Nikola Jokic has the best sense of humor in the NBA. Have you ever seen another man dap himself up? Nikola Jokic has. <laughs> Plenty of times, right? Um, totally love that sense of humor. And he, his competitiveness, people don't think that he's competitive, but he just doesn't have to try so hard to be competitive. He just is good at the game of basketball. Like, he doesn't need to be loud and in your face and extra on the court. He's extra with his game. It's it's the greatest thing in the world. Love it. Um, what else do we appreciate about Nicola? I mean, he's funny, right? He just gives you some of the greatest quotes. The quote the other night after the the All-Star game, you know, they snubbed me for MVP. Like, what other guy is out here talking like that? That's hilarious. Come on. You got to love him. Um, I really appreciate Nicola's ability to fight and win a battle against a microphone. That's pretty great. Mm. Or Joel Embiid, you know, he wins in both those scenarios. So I appreciate both about the same. <laughs> the microphone thing for comedy, the Joel Embiid thing, I don't know, for comedy too. What else can we appreciate for him? No, but for real, like, we are kind of spoiled, you guys. Like, Nicola is a great superstar to have. He's funny. He's silly, goofy. He gets into the broadcasts even. I mean, you saw him, clips of him playing with the kid, coaching the kids from the Special Olympics. You see him playing with kids at events with, that the Nuggets hold. I mean, he's just a good guy. He's not like trying to have drama. He just wants to play video games. I mean, you gotta appreciate Nicola. Seriously, don't take this time for granted because we're watching some of the greatest basketball of all time. So thank you, Nicola, for being born. Happy birthday. We all appreciate you. Nuggets fans appreciate you. That's gonna do it for me on this episode of the Chicken Nuggets podcast on Denver Stiffs. DenverStiffs.com, check it out and 
we have a watch party coming up and it's really, really fun. Definitely check it out on denverstiffs.com or of course, follow us on social media at denverstiffs on Instagram and Twitter and you can find all of that kind of stuff, information. And we post videos of dance-offs at those parties. I mean, they get pretty lit. You, you want to come through. It's pretty fun. And of course, you can follow me at Vita Viva Diva on Twitter and Instagram. See you guys later.